there's so much opportunity out there and it's open to anyone. You just need to take a little bit of time to work on yourself, do some searches, look through your network. I know that if you put in the effort, you'll eventually find a great mentor, someone who can make a big difference in your career. Welcome to Real Creative Leadership, a place where creative leaders can find insights and practical guidance on the day-to-day job of being a creative leader. We focus on real issues, topics, and insights of creativity in the business world. Join me as we explore the best strategies for developing your team, getting others to embrace your vision, and generating amazing experiences. This webinar series is produced by The Stoke Group. I'm your host, Adam Morgan, Adobe Executive Creative Director and author of Sorry Spock Emotions Drive Business. And this is Real Creative Leadership. Hello and welcome back to Real Creative Leadership. This is season three. I can't believe it's season three. So we're really, really moving along. And thank you for everyone who's stuck with us through, through all of this content. Hope you continue to find value in it. But uh, anyhow, let's move on to, to what today's topic is about. I'm really excited about this one. So this is a question we get a lot. Like when I've reached out and said, what are topics you guys want to see? Or when I go to conferences and speak, inevitably I get this question constantly. And it's, how do I find a mentor? I need a mentor. I need to really, you know, improve my career. I need to make, take that next step. So I need a mentor to get there. So I'm going to talk all about that, in, at least in, with my lived experience through this session. And then the next session, I'm going to bring on two others uh, that have gone through formal and informal mentor programs. And they were actually a mentor-mentee partnership at uh, Content Marketing World. So we're going to get to hear their story next. But first, you have to listen to me and let me get through uh, a lot of the content that I feel is really valuable in, in terms of how do you find a mentor? Or even today, how do you find a remote mentor? Because most of us are still remote during this pandemic and we're trying to find a way to connect with someone without being there at an office or, or at a formal event. So let's get into it. Uh, first, I wanna talk about um, why do you need a mentor? And this is really important um, because I see this a lot. And it's like, I'll, I'll get a request on LinkedIn Someone will reach out and say, hey, Adam, can you be my mentor? I'd love to hear from you or talk to you or whatever it may be. And I get a lot of those and I'll usually say, sure. And I'll set up a exploratory meeting for like a half an hour just to kind of get introduced and talk about what they're really looking for and, and see what's really happening. But inevitably, in a lot of these situations, what happens is someone just wants to meet with me because of my role at Adobe and they want to sell me on their company or their idea. They'll say, hey, well, you know, we're a video produ- production company and we want to get work from you. Or, hey, I've got this other little, you know, kind of entrepreneurial idea and I just want to vet it with you. And that's not what a mentorship is all about. And so the first thing I'd say is really understand what you want to get out of a mentor relationship and go into it with real, with a real direction and a real purpose rather than just trying to pitch an idea or vet some idea uh, to someone because that's just not fair and and cloaking it under the idea of a, a mentor program or a mentorship is is really bad bad form so what is the real value you can get out of a mentor let's really talk about that why do you need one and there really are three big things that you can get that you uh, can expect which is number one to grow faster with guidance and direction it's really like you're getting a guide that's why you're going after a mentor you have a plan you just need someone to kind of point you in this direction or that direction, and that's really what you're going after, is to grow faster with guidance. Number two, another good reason, is to build a network. Uh, 
in today relationships are a big part of business still, even though, you know, that sounds like the old boys club, but it really is. It's not about, you know, having an unfair advantage. It's really about getting to know people and getting connected and finding opportunities because it's, it's so, it's such a huge world, especially, you know, remote when I'm looking at job opportunities or, or job offers, and I'm looking through hundreds and hundreds of resumes, it's really hard to know every person individually. And so having a network and having connections are really, really important. And then finally, the third thing you can get out of a mentorship is re recommendations, our recommendations. And that's because sometimes you may not have any idea of where to go next, what step to take. You may have an idea and you just need to bounce it off someone. And so having a mentor to be able to give you a good recommendation is, is critical. <clears throat> All right. But that also brings us to this question of, you know, and why do we need a mentor? It's like what it is not. So getting a mentor is not just to get a job offer. You're not connecting with someone just to hopefully get a job. Like then you got the wrong intention. Uh, maybe a job comes from it. That often happens, but that's not your first intent. It's also not about forced connections. <clears throat> if you're just reaching out and wanting to get connections and you're really not a good fit or you're not showing that you're putting forth effort or whatever it may be, it's, it's not going to work out. And you're actually, it's worse for you to try and create those connections if you're just going to, if you're going to drop the ball and, and ruin it. It's also not a therapist relationship. Um, there are many times that I've talked with someone on, the, on a call and they just want to vent and they don't just talk about all the problems they're having at their work or they're wanting to talk about the frustrations they're having and that's not what a mentor relationship is all about go get a therapist for that and finally it's also not a silver bullet a lot of people go into a mentor mentee relationship thinking that this is going to solve all, all their problems that they don't know what to do and, they've got, and they're lost and blah, blah blah but there may be bigger issues that they need to figure out first because in any of these situations, you have to do a lot of self-work first, and you have to set realistic expectations. This is not the silver bullet that's going to solve all your problems and fix your current job or help you find that perfect job. It's just guidance. It's just a way to get a little, a little more direction, a little more of a, of, a, of a vision, something, but it's not going to solve everything. So as long as we understand that, if you understand why you need one and the real reasons of why you should go after it, then perfect. Now, I want to take a minute to first talk about alternate options, because maybe a mentor isn't the answer for you. I know that sounds terrible, but maybe it's not. Um, if you're looking for growth and you think the only answer is to go out and, you know, message someone on LinkedIn, someone famous, and then get their personal guidance, like maybe, maybe not, but it may not be the answer. So here are a list of things that you can do on your own that are a great way to grow, grow your career and without having to necessarily have a mentor. And the first one, which may not come as a surprise because I say this all the time, is read a book. Read to lead. There are so many good books out there. And on an earlier episode, we had talked about how if you really think about it, an author or a book, that's just like having a personal mentor and they're giving you all the knowledge that they have, right? So every author is your mentor. If you're really looking for growth and guidance, why not? Go read a book. There are a lot of great ones. And, and if you want, ping me. I can send you a, a book list of a lot of great books. It's important to just have that, that, that perspective that an author can be your mentor. Read a lot of great books. Get a lot of great insight. That's the first step that you should be taking on building your career. Number two, listen to podcasts. There are so many. If you don't like reading books, you can always just listen. Listen to podcasts. People are having guests on there that are giving you good advice. 
Even, you know, solo sessions can give you inspiration and guidance. And more than just listening to podcasts, you should get engaged. You know, if you're going to get into a mentor relationship, that's a lot of work and you're going to be asked to do many things. So why not dip your toe in the water and practice by getting engaged and asking questions and responding to everything on that podcast? Podcast hosts want you to be engaged. I would love you to be engaged on this one. Get into the comments on, on the website like realcreativeleadership.com or on a YouTube channel or on a podcast platform, but ask questions, respond, get engaged. That's the first step before you get into a formal program to see if, you, if it's really the thing for you. Next, online courses. It's phenomenal. It's like having those instructors one-on-one teaching you um, great content. You know, I take masterclass, I go to real, or, uh, Creative Live, and I watch those videos. And to me, it's like having that personal relationship with those teachers because I'm just listening intent. I'm, you know, right there with them. It's like as if I'm in the room with them. And that's giving great guidance. It's like having virtual mentors times 100 because there's so many of them out there. So go to online courses, pay the money, get engaged, get to a platform, whatever, and just start taking courses. I think that's a good first step as well. Next after that, another great option is to, do, uh, is to get a degree, go for formal education. Because it's not just that you're going to be learning stuff and growing your career. And maybe you'll say, you know, maybe go to a, a, a degree that you would normally not go after, like one that's in UX design or maybe in content marketing or strategy. I went and got a degree in, in marketing strategy just to see what it's like on the other side of the fence, right? And a big part of those degrees and that formal education are the connections. And that's what you'd be getting out of your mentorship anyhow. Go to those programs, meet with the other students, meet with the professors, get those connections. That's a huge part of growing your career, making connections. Next, join a professional club. There are clubs in every state across the nation that you can get involved with. Go to their events, talk to them, get involved. Go, you know, online, if they're online events, go to them, get involved, ask questions. It's really just getting engaged. That's really what a lot of these things, uh, a lot of these suggestions are about, is to go out and get engaged with other people so you can learn from them. Finally, another, you know, if you are just hating your job, and you're not learning, and you feel like you need something to take that next step, get to the next level, go get a new job, get a new boss, transfer to a new department, learn a lot from your team and from a new boss or a new manager. There's a ton you can learn in those situations. And you don't have to just wait and suffer and be miserable in your current job or your situation, go out there and make a change. So anyhow, those are alternate options to getting a mentor. But now let's dig into it because there is a lot of value from a mentor. And let's just go into all the steps of getting one. So there first, before you even consider getting a mentor, there's a lot of work that you need to figure out. Number one, there's before you even search for a mentor, you need to figure out your career plans as best you can. Because here's what the mentor is not. They are not a soothsayer or, uh, you know, someone who can guess and read minds and figure out the best plan for you. Most of the time, they're just going to be asking questions and trying to, you know, figure out your situation and see how they can give some guidance or some insight. But before you even get there, you better have it figured out on your own. Map out your plan. Read books. Figure out what your next step should be. What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with your career? What are, there, what are the goals that you need to make? Like figure out your goals, find gaps. And then once you've identified those gaps, then you can go to a mentor and say, here's, I need you to help me with X. That is super, super valuable in a mentor relationship. So do research, figure out what kind of, you know, a mentor you actually really need, um, what kind of guidance you really need. Because if you just say, oh, I need a mentor and go and find someone, 
it's going to be an awkward first couple sessions until you actually land on what, what you really need. So do the homework first. Figure out what you want. Know what you need. Know what gaps you need to fill. And then go get a mentor. Okay, so next. How do you get a mentor? That's the, that's the million dollar question. How do I get one? In my school or my work, there's not a formal program. What do I do? Okay, so first of all, I would say look first at family or your current network. You'd be surprised. There may be an uncle or an aunt who, who's in the industry. Or maybe you already know someone and they have a friend. Whatever that may be, you have a higher chance of success of someone accepting you as a mentor, especially if it's an informal program, if they're in your current network. So look through all the people you currently know through school, through work, through friendships, whatever it may be, and try and figure that out first because they will have a vested interest in you. They will care about you and your career. Whereas going blind to someone on LinkedIn, there's not even a connection. We don't even know each other. So start there. Second, if you find nobody in your current network, then look for some formal programs. Again, like I said, on our next episode, we're going to talk about some formal programs and people who have gotten into those and how helpful they are. And they're going to give you some tips on how to find those formal programs. <clears throat> but it's not that hard. You could just go Google programs that are you know, connected with your industry, with your work, with uh, professional in, uh, networks, you know, magazines or uh, professional clubs. And then after you've done that, then go search through your secondary network and look for referrals. Look through, you know, friends of friends of friends or whatever it may be. If you have a connection, they may know someone or they know someone at a certain, you know, job or industry or whatever it may be. But search through secondary network after all those other things. And if you have no luck from that, then finally go for a blind request to an industry expert. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this here in a second. And finally, the last advice I may have is maybe, just maybe, you need a professional and you need to just hire a career coach. I've got a career coach. It's super helpful bouncing ideas back and forth and working through my career path, consider that because there are a lot of them out there trained and they have great ideas and they can help you. So if, if the formal programs aren't working, then go formal with a trained career coach. Okay, so what happens once you identify a mentor? Um, before you've even reached out to him, let's say we're going to talk about making blind contact with someone or reaching out to someone and all the steps you need to take. Before you even reach out, before you send a little note to them, you have a lot of homework you need to do first. First, you need to know everything you can about that person. Read about their work. Follow them on social networks, LinkedIn, wherever. Um, buy their books. Do whatever you need to do, but can, like, understand them first because you may get a whole bunch of information. If Let's say they you know, are an author or they are, you, you know, they've been on a podcast or something like that. Watch those and see what you can learn first because then you don't have to redo those steps later on when you're, when you're working with them. Understand all of the, the, the work that they've put out there. And then next, give back first. This will be a real commitment. And I know it's asking a lot, but in reality, when you get into a, a, a mentor relationship, they're going to ask you to do things. And so doing some of this first shows to them that you're committed, shows to them that you're willing to put in the hard work. And then you're not just, you know, doing this on a whim and then wanting them to solve their pro your problems, right? So go to whatever they're doing, follow them, share their content. Do whatever you can. Follow in their company. Do whatever to help them before you even reach out. Or even maybe even at best, help them to see who you are or know who you are. I'll tell you, when I've seen people share my work, follow me, and they're visible to me, I am so grateful because they've done that for me that I'm so much more willing to give of my time and effort to help mentor them and do whatever is needed, right? So just get connected and give back first. That's super, super critical. 
Okay, so let's say you've done that and hopefully by now they're aware of you. So now it's time to make contact. If they're not aware of you or at least you're not connected in a certain way that has some visibility if they hear about you and then go back and start looking uh, about who you are and, what, and how you're connected, then go back and do that. But once you've made, done all of that and you've made contact, the first thing is be very clear and realistic about what you're asking. Uh, a great example of this, there was a, a woman who was in the, you know, the, the uh, creative world of marketing and she contacted me and had a very clear ask and plan. She said, Adam, I would like you to be my mentor. I would like to meet once a, once a month on this certain day of the month. I will come with certain questions and a plan. I will send it to you a week ahead of time so you have time to look it over. And I would like to discuss X, Y, and Z with you and hope that you can, can help me career, grow in my career. That was phenomenal. Of course I said yes. And we met for many months um, of going over her, her situation and how we could help. Just being very clear about what it is she wanted made me more willing to do it. Versus I've had many contexts where someone reaches out, I want to do this. Let's have you know, a mentor-mentee relationship. We'll do one meeting and we'll talk about things and it's just very unclear. I'll give some advice and say some things, but then we go away and it just ends there, right? That nothing else has happened because we didn't have you know, expectations set. It wasn't a clear ask. So be very clear when you contact them what you hope to gain and exactly what gap you're trying to fill and why why you're reaching out. And once, let's say that they respond, what's the next step? Then you need to, number two, make a plan. You need to set real expectations. Here's some other things that should be important. A timeline, how long are you gonna meet? Uh, a starting point and an end point. When are you gonna meet? What time are you gonna meet? For how long? For three months, for four months, for one month, for three sessions? When you go to professional, um, like getting a professional coach, they're very clear on all of those things. The frequency, the setting, is this online? Is this uh, meet in person? It's whatever those things may, be, may be, but you need to figure all that stuff out and, and make sure you have a plan for all of it so that you're, giving a, you know, you're, you're having a good program. If you go to a formal program, they'll have all that stuff baked into it. So if you're doing an informal program like this, then you need to have those, that structure figured out. Otherwise, it just makes it awkward over, over time. And it's, again, it just becomes nebulous. Next, if you have a plan, you need to make sure at the end of each session that you know what homework you're gonna do or what goals you have to work on. And, and, and explain that to the, the, to the mentor. Say, okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna work on this until by next time I'll have this done or I'll have this figured out. Those things are so helpful so that it's not just a waste of time just sitting back and, and, and yapping, right? So it's a lot of work. Again, a lot of work. If this sounds too hard, go back and read a book or watch, listen to a podcast, start there. But if you're ready to commit to something like this, be ready and, and make sure you have all this stuff figured out. And again, I can't emphasize this even more. Finally, you just need to do the homework, do the homework, do the homework. So many don't, and it ends after one session, and there's no growth. I know people just want an instant answer, and that's just not going to work. So if you finally get lucky enough to find someone, please follow through. Please follow through. Do what they say. Get the insight. And, and here's why. Here's a good lesson. And I'm not sure about what this quote, but I know I read a book about Naval Ravikant, and he's made some story of like, and it was all about being a millionaire, right? And he said, if you drop me in the middle of a third world country with absolutely nothing, within 10 years, I'd be wealthy again. And his point is because a millionaire is made by the decisions and actions that you learn over time. It's not just because of luck or whatever. And that's the same thing with a career. A successful career is made by the decisions and actions you make over time. And so if you are trying to get help with a ment mentor program, then you need to do the homework because it's those actions 
and decisions that you make along the way that are making you better. It's not just the random advice. You could do 10 programs, 10 mentor programs with 10 different people and get the same advice. And if you don't put it into action or you don't try, it's just going to roll right off your back and it's worthless, right? So if you want to be successful, you have to do the homework and you have to make sure you, even if they didn't like formally say, here's the homework I want you to do, you be, you need to be thinking in any interaction you have with someone of like, what am I going to take away from this? And what am I going to change? What am I going to do different? Otherwise you're just kind of, you're wasting everyone's time. So to become successful, make the decisions and actions happen as you go along. All right. The last thing I want to talk about is how to end a relationship or end a program. And you need to end it in gratitude, not ghosting. So often people just like disappear and don't say anything more and it ends and it's awkward and weird. And remember, a big part of these, these programs is to create a relationship, an ongoing relationship. So if someone ends the program and say, thank you, this has been so valuable. This is what I've learned from it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The mentor is going to be so much more invested. And even if something came up later, they're going to want to help them out and, and do whatever that takes, right? So don't ghost someone at the end. If, even if you have an exploratory thing and, and it's not a fit for you, end it with gratitude. Send them a note. Thanks for their meeting with me. This is all awesome. I'll take this advice. Good luck. And, and, and end it in a nice way. So that's, that's the end of my, my uh, guidance on getting a mentor, how to find a mentor, what you need to do beforehand, what are alternate things you can do, all of that. There's, there's so much opportunity out there and it's open to anyone. You just need to take a little bit of time to work on yourself, do some searches, figure it out, look through your network. But I know that if you put in the effort, you'll eventually find a great mentor, someone who can make a big difference in your career. And then, you know, let's not forget that you will be making a big difference in your career. So it's something that's totally worth it. Hopefully this has answered, you know, a lot of those questions that people have of why do I need one? Where do I get one? How do I do it? Again, we're going to have a session next. Our next session is going to be inviting some other people who've gone through programs and talking with them about their lived experience. So hopefully you can get some more out of that as well. But thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Again, this is Real Creative Leadership. I'm your host, Adam Morgan. Uh, please look for future uh, episodes at realcreativeleadership.com or you can look on YouTube and just search for Real Creative Leadership or search for Real Creative Leadership on any of your favorite podcast platforms. I encourage any of you out there listening, if you're trying to get a relationship with me, get out there, get engaged with the program, start sharing, get involved reach out to me. If we're a fit, great. And then let's chat. And I'm open to helping when I can. Not everyone, but the relationships that can fit, uh, I'm ready and willing to help. So thank you. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to Real Creative Leadership. I'm your host, Adam Morgan. And this series was brought to you by The Stoke Group. For the most effective marketing, use both sides of your brain to align your strategy, creative execution, and analysis. Connect with the Stoke Group for help designing each step of your marketing plan and creating a coherent vision. Visit thestokegroup.com to learn more.